Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome to Ready Player 2, episode 52. You will notice I am paying attention and we have an episode number. Is the episode number correct, you ask? I have absolutely no idea. But hopefully, we're going to keep with this episode numbering. We've had two lost episodes since the last time we recorded and actually put something out. I'm hoping that's not going to happen again. There's a possibility that one of those lost episodes might resurface, possibly in the form of some Indiana Jones style lost Ooh. artifact at some point in the future. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Shiny. Yeah, we could release it as like a Christmas special. Ready Player 2, the last episode. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, remastered. We could do like a LucasArts. We'll just keep re-releasing it in like HD, higher bitrate quality, all that kind of stuff. We don't have any of that. We just did it on Skype. Are we going to put the shitty actor that played Anakin in it at the end as well? No, he's not allowed to do anything, including breathe. He's not in anything anymore. Right. So, as you've as you probably all heard now, we've got full complement of everybody here. We've got uh, Mr. Lewis A. Knight. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I don't know what your middle name is. I just made one up. William. <laughs> okay, yeah. Lewis W. Knight. Don't laugh at him, for he's just evil. Uh, we have... For being so far wrong. <laughs> shit, shit, shit your face, Dave Florence. What's his name? Matthew. Do it. <laughs> Dave, Dave Matthew? Yeah. Oh, okay. We have him. He's here. Hello. He's, try- he's trying to stay awake. Because he, he's 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 not been uh, sleeping much. I've been busy coming straight out of Compton. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be going back at any point? Me and my bro, the crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube, are doing stuff. Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> From the gang called People. You are as white as cheesecake. Ice Cube. Excuse me. I can choose my friends, Ella. Thank you not to judge us. <laughs> what you're hanging out with the Welsh massive? Well, massive is, is certain. Wales aren't is a massive. No, the, the, all right, the Welsh medium. We've also got uh, the other Welsh medium, L. Hello. Hello. How how are we all doing? Are we all feeling energized, amazing, and fantastic? I'm you alive. You made L sound like, like a Welsh psychic. She is. She's a Welsh. On a good day, she's a, she's a Welsh small. Oh. No, she's not. She's not psycho. This is well, oh God. We've got a lot of punching going on Jesus this week. Jesus Christ! This week. Get out of my country. <laughs> we've got three episodes worth of energy to fit into this one episode. Now we're going to be jam-packed full of energy and sexualization. Or, is that word? Yes. Which, which part are you going to bring? Which part am I going to bring? Uh, I was just going to bring like tea. Yeah, biscuits. Oh, you, pretty good. Biscuits and stuff. Yeah, you guys can bring all the all the energy and sexualness. I'll just be so, here. Done. I'll just intro- introduce you all. Done. This is like, yeah, I'm done. That's, that's it. me. Done. That's the podcast. That's I'm it. the what? The white down boy. The, the guy white down boy. Like, <laughs> oh. the stains of the leather couch. No. That's not a job. 
That is Who the hell? That's totally not. Is that like a fluffer? It, no, no that's job. not it's a fluffer. On Reddit the, other the week fluffer and I gets laughed. the porn stars ready. Then you what, and the wipe-down boy you get? That's like the worst job ever. Yeah, imagine, like, being the camera guy when you're getting right in there and you get stuff on you. Like, that's probably... Oh, what? You're coming out with... <laughs> the guy coming out with... Like a ball boy. That's I like to think that they've got, uh, they've got, like, one either side, like a ball boy in tennis. And one of them's got a... One of them's got a sponge and the other one's got a squeegee. Oh, and they just, like, run no. out, like, cross over each other. With squeegee, like squeegee, sponge, sponge. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a podcast about video games. <laughs> You wouldn't, you wouldn't know. So if you've never, if you've never come to Ready Player Two before, uh, and uh, and you don't really know what we're all about, this probably isn't helping you very much. So what what we do mostly is talk utter rancid bollocks, and sometimes uh, video games spew out of us spontaneously, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about this week after we've finished talking about porn and squeegees. So uh, who would like to go first? What have we, what have we been doing since the last time we, we've got loads of stuff because it's been so long since the last time we put out a podcast. So who, who would like to go first with a great game that they've been playing? Let's start on a high note. Who's got a really great game that they've been playing recently? I've been playing a great game that's been kicking my ass. Kicking your ass and costing you money. Yeah, I'm playing Bloodborne. Which, unfortunately for me, is way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's super good. I bought PlayStation 4 just for it, and I regret nothing. <laughs> I put out a tweet, for anybody who didn't see this, I put out a tweet where, uh, just as Bloodborne came out, just saying, uh, just, just for everybody who's rushed out and brought Bloodborne on day one, uh, when it sucks, I called it. Turns out, I called it wrong. Because everybody's saying it's the best thing since slicey slicey bread. So, are you loving it, Dave? Because this is—we've got to talk about you being super famous as well. Because you—you um, you got all featured on news websites and everything, didn't you? Yeah, it's a great game, but I, obviously I'm experiencing it completely different to anyone else because the way I'm doing it, I'm let's playing through it. But every time I die during the let's play, I donate a pound to charity, which may not seem much, but over the course of one run through of Bloodborne, that's 200 deaths. So, it's definitely starting to add up and get a little scary. If I did something like that, my wife would leave me because we'd run out of money. <laughs> are you, are you going to go bankrupt? Nah, I got... I'll let make the Let's Play stretch until the next payday. I mean, I've only got to <laughs> 16 days and I'm only 25% through the game, so it's pretty plausible. It's for a great cause. How many deaths are you on at the moment, then? It's 35 at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, 35. That's pretty impressive for 25% of the way through the game. That's that. If you continue this current trend, you'll be down 140 pounds. Jesus, did you just do that maths immediately? In my brain. Oh my word. <laughs> the thing is, what you're not factoring into it is as I go further into it's the gonna game, get I'm more dying difficult. more and more often. Yeah. Oh. Difficulty curve would you like to add to this mathematical equation, A Dave? fucking huge one. <laughs> what difficulty are you... Oh, hang on, we're going to put a, you can't do curves in your head, surely. What difficulty are you playing on, or is there only one? I don't know. It's, Bloodborne. Ju- it's just Bloodborne difficulty. It's just one thing. It's just stupendously gash. Yeah. It's really tricky. But I, I felt really comfortable when I started, because I died, like, no times in three episodes. And I was like, don't worry, guys, I will die at some point. And now I'm just like, fuck, I'm dying so much. Six times <laughs> Well, it's brilliant. It's for a good cause. You got featured on. Where did you get featured? On IGN, was it? Uh, IGN. 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 Got featured Portugal, on loads of places. Taku. Uh, some Brazilian YouTuber featured me in one of his videos, and I woke up wow. and there's loads of Portuguese comments on my videos. <laughs> so I, had to get, I had to get what he said translated, and he was a, he was a very nice chap. But um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Like I said, it's get for a good translator. For... Bullshit. You probably use Google Translate. No, because it's, it's voice. I don't know what he's saying. I had to get a Portuguese uh, person to listen to his video. 
and be like, okay, oh, Portuguese people so, are there in Wales? Well, none. That's, that's no, this is the beauty the beauty of the international net. Span more than this country. Shh, the oh, internet is only in Wales. He's, he's out everywhere. Just a little boy from Wales making it big in Brazil. There you go. That's what he's doing. So, um, the so you become big. You've had your kind of five minutes of fame, and you've had a good little boost to your YouTube channel. Like all things considered, considering you were maybe a little bit down on your YouTube channel, thinking that possibly you were going to pack it in or maybe reduce the amount of videos you were doing. How's this done for your uh, for bolstering your confidence and making you do more? Well, I'm still fucking busy all the time, but it's nice to see that there is some growth out there, and I can actually use my channel for for some good instead of just one dumb idiot playing games so hopefully i'm, I'm expecting with, with with the amount of deaths i've had i've had one person offer to match my donation once the let's play's over as well and a few people have donated via paypal i'm hoping for at least like 500 pounds to the leukemia charity so jesus that'd be amazing cool. so hopefully that is very cool possible. if not i'll just m- kill myself in the game a bunch more times and make it round up <laughs> Suicide for charity. I'm not sure that that's something that needs to catch on. So, right, if people want to donate, if people want to watch what you've been doing, if they want to get involved, even if they don't want to watch the YouTube videos, if they want to get involved in the charity event, what what do they need to do? Where do they need to go to find what you're doing and, and maybe help out? The uh, best way to do it is to go onto my channel, uh, look at one of the Bloodborne videos, there's a whole bunch of them, and all the details of how to donate, what charity I'm donating to, how we're doing it, are all in the description. Nice and detailed for you, but um, I need to set up a Just Giving account as well to make it a little easier for, for anyone to donate. So the minute it's just going through PayPal and I'm adding it all together. Get involved. Everybody needs to get involved and help him out and watch his YouTube videos and, and do something for a good good cause. Good job, Dave. It's good. And yeah. it's a good job that we've managed to talk about that for that long as well because it's the only game you've been playing. I play Pillars of Eternity as well, which is also super good. I don't even know what that is. Um, did you ever play Baldur's Gate? Yeah. Planescape oh, Tournament? Oh, yeah. It's basically a new one of those. It plays okay. exactly, exactly the same as Baldur's Gate did. See, I probably won't be playing that then. It's like Diablo, but you pause, right? Like Diablo, but poor? No, 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 that's not what I said. Pausing. Although it is kind, of, it is kind of the intimation I was making. It's like oh, Diablo. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh it's, man, it's like <laughs> didn't disappoint you like fucking Diablo. Uh, uh, all right, hang on now. Right, I, I, what I actually said was, it's like Diablo, but you pause. Oh right. As in, like Neverwinter, you do that in Neverwinter Nights and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the okay. same like old school nineties advanced Dungeons and Dragons gameplay, but um, it is super fucking good. It's got the same old school, uh, like, RPG feel, but there's, like, a lot of new school elements to it, and it's really detailed without you getting lost in, in all the nonsense going on. Like, in the original Planescape Torment and Baldur's Gate, there was a lot going on, and it was really hard to keep track of everything, because that was the days before quest markers and stuff. Um, but, I mean, there's not quest markers in this now, it's got, like, a really simple journal system, tons of dialogue that you have to p- actually pay attention to. So um, it's it's kind of it's it's a huge RPG. So if you're if you're actually after an RPG to sink some time into, I definitely recommend that. There you go. He's been playing two games. Well done, Dave. I played the um, loading simulator last night. That was GTA Five when that launched. Hang on a minute. Now you're playing three games. You you no you've you've overdone your welcome now. So um, we're going to move to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I never we can talk. To play GTA Five because you know. I've got I've got a minor story about GTA 5. I haven't played it yet, but I I had a day zero story from somebody from Lee who was trying to play it the other night. So I've got a, a brief story about that in a minute. But 
Right, we're going to go to somebody else. We're going to talk talk to somebody else who possibly isn't quite as famous as Dave at the moment, but we're going to talk to Lewis. What have you been playing, Lewis? Well, off the back of Dave's Blood Bowl videos, because I've been watching those fairly frequently, I went out and bought Dark Souls. Oh, it's like everybody wants to punish themselves all of a sudden. Oh, um, yeah. I played about 45 minutes and didn't progress any further than the tutorial stage and died at least six times. Scrub. And <laughs> I've not played it since. Good job! That's exactly how I played Dark Souls 2. Well done. Pick it Aww, up again, Lewis. Just do it. You can do it. You need to... Don't be oppressed. <laughs> no, you look, if you're... fucking do it. If he's anything like me, right, I play games for entertainment and to enjoy myself. And if I'm playing a game and I'm not enjoying myself because it's frustrating but me, it's I don't want to play it anymore. It's don't, yeah, I don't maybe, want a challenge. Maybe I don't want... I want fun. I have can't you, comment on Have you tried some. something, though, Rich? I've got three kids. Talk to me have about you, a challenge. Have you tried getting good? <laughs> have I tried uh, what, have sorry? Have you tried getting, getting good? Getting good. Getting good? No, shut your face, you, you bastard. I was, um, I the, was about to say, I can't really comment on fun, seeing as I play spreadsheet games for fun. So. I tr look, I tried playing it. I tried playing it. I enjoyed it. It kind of, like, there were certain elements of, of uh, Dark Souls that I did enjoy. I've got, the, I've got the video on YouTube. You can watch me playing it. But yeah, it's it was, funny. It was entertaining for the funny aspects of it, but after a while I was just like, I'm doing all of this stuff, and I now die, and I can't get back to these souls that I keep dropping, and I'm, I don't feel, I, it's a game about progression that I'm not fucking progressing in, and I'm just getting more and more frustrated and more and more wound up, and I kept thinking to myself, I'm not, am I actually enjoying this? Let's, let's sit back and have a proper think about this. Am I enjoying this? And then I thought, no, no, I'm fucking not enjoying I this. I have said before, and I'll say it again, Dark Souls is like the abusive lover of video games. You will go back to it, but it will fucking beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, time and time again. And you won't press charges. You You'll keep back. going back. You go back, because you just love it. Stupid game. <laughs> Alright. I tamed the beast. It, it did take me a while, though. But Dark Souls is probably still my favorite. Yeah, there's, there's certainly a knack to it. I think once you get the hang to it, you you just boss it. I think my, that's my, what I'm waiting my, for. Oh, really? By not playing it. You need to get it. out of the tutorial. By not playing it. <laughs> By not playing it, I'm increasing my ability to get fun and enjoyment out of the game. The okay. The way to play Dark Souls, though, is to not give a shit about your souls, because then you're, yeah. the whole caring of you it... You don't get frustrated. This just falls off, and you can just play. And if you it lose teaches souls, you to let go. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, souls okay. can go, bro. I don't know. You see, I think Lewis is possibly in the same mindset as me here. The, yeah, the Welsh user of one. I didn't Did bother with Dark Souls. Did you finish it, though, Elle? Yeah. Of course, I fucking did. I had a See, you're you both you're both from Wales. You're used to punishing environments that you can't get out of. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, actually, so that's... there's a lot of Welsh characters. There in Dark Souls. is. And there you go. Fucking pisses me off. He's What's not the piss proper you? It's a Welsh. cultural thing. He's not, it's not proper Welsh. Proper Welsh. Wait, wait. Bullshit. Hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why is it not proper Welsh? You can just go and fucking listen to yourself. What? <laughs> yeah, you need to get like 20% through the game before you find the Welsh guy. Well, I think we both established that that's not going to happen with me. Seriously? Okay. Seriously? That I think... fucking seller, you can shut the fuck up and get out of my life. <laughs> okay, fine. Right, Lewis, when you stopped playing Dark Souls because it's rubbish, what did you play instead? Uh, I went back to Life is Strange, started playing episode 2. Okay, does it get better? Is it about yes. the same? Yeah? It's less of a interactive story and more... There are, like, puzzles and collection bits to it and it's it does definitely progress a lot more um, than the first episode and I love the first episode anyway it's getting a lot of positive reviews and a lot of positive comments it's mm. also getting some weirdly bad reviews as well or some strange negative slants on it which I, I almost think is a good thing because mm. it means it's conflicting people which I think is a good thing in a game a lot of the time yeah but worth it worth going out and spending the money to get the episodes yes 
Have you I got the, you've got the full pack? Have you? I haven't played it. I see. I never thought that I'd be able to get into episodic games because I thought I'd get frustrated that they'd finished. But I've taken to waiting until there's a chunk of them out and then going and grabbing the lot, which is what I did with Walking Dead, and I absolutely loved it. Hmm. And then it doesn't play like an episodic game because you play them one after another, so it just plays like a game, like a regular game with credits so, every with credits every now and again. Yeah, and then tells you how how bad all your decisions were. Yeah, yeah, all your decisions were really bad. Here, play the next episode. I'm like, oh, well, I kind of want to go back and fix them all now. All right, okay, cool. L, we're gonna we're gonna cut from Lewis now because it's been a sausage <laughs> fest so far. Yeah. So we're gonna go to L, L, D sausage this fest. Let's do this. Let's get on some Lovecraftian horror. Fuck yeah. Lovecraftian horror. Lovecraftian what, horror. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing The Last Door, uh, which may or may not have been spoken about in one of the last episodes, but we'll skip over that. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing this uh, free point-and-click adventure game, which is episodic. Uh, I'm sure you can get it on the iPhone, like just phones in general, but I've been playing it on the PC. Nokia um, 310. On the Nokia! <laughs> yeah, Casio calculator. Available everywhere. So, uh, my my main things, the things that I've been missing lately have been like kind of story-driven, atmospheric horror in a way. Like, you know, like H.P. Lovecraft, the way that he did psychological horror with it all being in the mind and not knowing whether things were real or not real. That's the kind of horror that I kind of, I love. That's that's my home horror. I feel at home there. Uh, so I wanted to go back and revisit it and find games that kind of took me back there. And uh, The Last Door was something that I picked up and played, not, uh, well, I picked up and played a long time ago. And uh, I didn't really play that much of it. I played about five minutes and put it down and forgot about it. However, I went back to it picked it back up again and was like oh you know I'll, I'll, get, I'll give this one a go I'm sure I've played it before got past the five minute mark that I did last time because I got interrupted fucking love it it's great for a small little indie game this is fucking stellar like it's absolutely beautiful uh, it's worth it's worth pointing out as well this is free isn't it yeah it's, it's free. completely free and you can play it online you can download it to play it locally on your PC or you can get it on a couple of different uh, devices like you said like Android and iOS and stuff yeah and the, and the good thing about this game is if you're busy you can pick it up and play it and you can put it down when you need to just like when I did I played it for five minutes kind of stuck in the back of my mind and when I finally had the time to come back to it I did and I spent fucking four hours playing this shit and you know free for four hours is not that bad I still ain't finished all of the different chapters yet and it's still yep. going this, this hooker won't give you five minutes for that <laughs> yeah this is true I know, this best... is better value than a hooker exactly um, a lot of things are really so this, this is all kind of like storyline driven it's all about the, the atmosphere kind of reading into things. So people who kind of like going along a linear story plot line, people who like Lovecraft, people who like Poe, people who, who are like into kind of escaping, this one's a good one. There's like a couple of jump scares, which, you know, is kind of the deal with horror these days, but it's not so off-putting that you won't be playing it. Uh, it's not incredibly scary that you'll be put off from completing it if you're not a horror buff it's something that you can sit down and play and enjoy because it's got that puzzle aspect to it it's it's fucking cool um you've got like really really creepy moments where you've got a, a man with a violin and i can't remember which chat this is in but um he's in this like really derelict fucking house uh, in the middle of this fog uh and he's like trying to play a violin solo but he's he's like speaking to himself and he's like oh you know i can't do it i can't do it i've not got my muse and there's this mannequin by the window and you know through bits of uh dialogue that you pick up from him and different bits of 
paper that you pick up and read about. Uh, you you learn that like uh, he, his his muse was a person was a girl, uh, and you you start to kind of uh, piece together the mannequin in order to look like the dead girl. Okay, so this that, seems really creepy. So that he'll he'll be able to play the song again. And the thing is, he, he, he like, you know, you put a wig on the mannequin and you dress it up in a dress and you put it by the window and then he's just like, oh my god, oh my god, my angel's back again, I can play the song. Gives you the key to the fucking crypt. You go into the crypt, her body has fucking broken out of the crypt somehow and dragged itself through this building. It's a, it's cool. It's awesome. Because he's been playing the song. This is weird, I don't think I can play this. I, think I don't know, I'd... but it's cool. This is the kind of game that I would need to play with adult supervision. Like it's it's really cool because the first the first chapter is you visit the essentially it's it's pretty hardcore. Like the very first thing you see is this guy hanging himself. So you know, trigger warning for people who don't enjoy this kind of thing. <laughs> people who don't enjoy people hanging themselves. Yeah. Just in case, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, this is this is it's it's interesting. It's psychological horror for me. But uh, his the main character's best friend. Uh, got driven crazy by something. You're you're basically tracking down what the fuck turned him mental, um, what drove him to suicide. Uh, so it's going back through. Oh, you know, you go through your best friend's ha- house. You find him hung up in the attic. Uh, then he tell you know in a letter that he's got in his pocket. It it tells you where to go from there. And then the second chapter, you go back to the school. And you find out what happened to you know your your character in in school, and you visit this. Uh, it's kind of like a hospital which is run by nuns. That that bit's that bit's pretty pretty odd and creepy. L, do you know what? I think you've sold the game already. But before we go through the entire damn thing verbatim, you are obviously sold on this game. Aren't yeah, you? I'm completely fucking yeah, sold. <laughs> you're completely completely besotted with it by the sounds of things. Okay, so this is the last door. You can find this at thelastdoor.com. Like we said, it's completely free to play. L has obviously gone slightly schizo over this game, so it's probably definitely worth playing. And if you're a fan of horror or definitely a fan of psychological horror, as most of you probably know, L is definitely the gatekeeper of horror games. Yeah. So I'm uh, pretty sure that's a seal of approval. We definitely need to get like some kind of ready player two seal of approval that we can send off to people and they can put on their website nobody's ever gonna put that on the website <laughs> never gonna happen never gonna happen you know it's, it's got places to work and my cat's climbing up the back of my chair sorry uh but <laughs> you know it's it's good for free you can do fucking worse you jesus so much worse. you've been playing other pixelated horror games as well what's the other pixelated horror game you've been playing Oh my god! There's, there's oh my loads, god. loads of different uh, pixelated horror games I've been playing. One of them being Poltergeist, a pixelated horror. This is this I is like that. this is this is cutesy. Like this is this is cutesy. You play as that's like, not that's not the kind of descriptive word that you usually use for a horror game. Yeah, I know, but it's it's not really a horror game. You play as this angry poltergeist, and you got to scare all the people out of your out of your house. Or like you know, you go into different levels, you get different things. There's like a castle, and people are wandering around. You're like, yeah, fuck you! I'm gonna shake the <laughs> get the fuck out of my castle and get out of the castle. It's it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would enjoy it, but um, it's it's fun. It's fun for sure. Okay, this is this is a top down. Just looking at this on Steam now. This is a top down. This one isn't free, but this is a top down. You're right. A kind of more cutesy art style to it, and it's uh, yeah. and you have to go around you, scaring you, people. You have like a, a certain number of scares that you can do, and like the the people will run around to different rooms. You're supposed to scare them enough to get them out of the house. It's pretty cool. Okay, it's like Habbo Hotel, but with like really scary shit going on. Well, not really scary shit. You're you're the poor right. guy, so it's more like oh, 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 look at me doing all these cool things. <laughs> oh, I'm throwing a book at you. Look at that. <laughs> Okay, 
All right, that sounds that sounds interesting. You've got other games. Lucy's got other games. Dave's got no other games. Can I talk about something? Am I allowed? Do it. Do oh, it. I'm going to talk about one game only ever so briefly, uh, only because it's going to give one person wood. But I uh, play DC Universe online now. Just like the person. one dude that plays it. Um, the only other person I know that plays this game and keeps harping on about it is Chris Coleman. And for ages and ages, I uh, I didn't I couldn't tell whether he was having me on. I thought that maybe this was some kind of cosmic joke where he kept saying, "Oh, you've got to play this game because it's uh, it's really good." But and he's like snickering to himself in the background because it's actually terrible. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I've got to be totally honest. I played it for as long as I possibly could, and one of the only reasons that I continued to play it was because my kids were were really infatuated by the fact that I was like Spider Man, um, uh. and it was I was just running around and beating some people up. It's it's a it's a mediocre MMO. It's all right. I guess, I guess if you maybe got a little bit further into it, or if you were really, really into the DC comic universe, you'd probably really like it. But I'm, I'm not, and I've played better MMOs. So I played I it play on it the PS3. Before. I had to wait two days for it to download. It downloaded the initial install pretty quickly, and then loaded that, and then had to download another like however many gigs worth of data. And I just, I think it was about a day and a half, two days I had to wait for this to download. I played it for an hour, it crashed, I switched it off, and <laughs> I installed it. I think probably I played it for about four hours. I got I got four hours out of it, and it's free, and it was it was alright, it was enjoyable enough. It's For something that's been out for so long, it's still basically kind of broken. So, yeah, mm. there we go. I gave it a try. Somebody's been telling me to go on a bit to try it for ages. Um, another thing that I've been doing, which I've spoken about quite a lot, but I've played, been playing Elite Dangerous, but I've got a new toy! That's I've got a new oh toy. You've got a weird thing oh. duct taped to your head. I've got a weird thing I've duct taped to my head. It's wicked. Um, I've got uh, I've got an Ed Tracker. This was sent to me by um, one of our listeners, Lee, um, and he he sent me an Ed Tracker, which is like a um, it's you can you buy the boards and you solder them together. I'm not really sure about the process because I didn't do it. He just sent it to me in a TikTok box. Um, but it's it's a tiny little board that's got one of those adrenal. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but adreno chips on it, which is the kind of thing that you get in a mobile phone that, that does all of your uh, movement sensoring, sensory, and it's got a magnetometer on it and stuff like that. It's got a little bit on the top. Anyway, long story short, you sellotape it to your bonds, and while you're playing games like Elite Dangerous, as you move your head around your viewpoint on the screen moves around which means that you can look out of the sides of your your canopy on your spaceship and stuff as you're flying along it's freaking amazing it's so good but if you want to look 90 degrees to your left aren't you just looking at the wall and not stop pointing out wall? obvious flaws dave um the the, the, the <laughs> now stop it um what you do is you got you put the sensitivity on the thing up so that a smallish movement in real life equates to a larger movement in the game. There is an element of that. Obviously, you can't turn all the way around because you don't have a monitor in front of you. There are there are people that have... Um, you know the Google card, you know the Google VR cardboard thing that you can get yeah. that you put your phone in the front of? There are people that have done it streaming the game to their phone and put their phone in there. So, effectively, they've got like a, a, a on-the-cheap uh, VR headset, which I can only imagine would make you go blind after a short amount of time. <laughs> but... Um, the, yeah, it's, it works absolutely brilliantly. In the cockpit in the game, there's only a certain uh, kind of scale of movement that you've got anyway. So have, having it like this and having the um, having the sensitivity up so a smallish movement makes a larger movement in the game. It's just perfect. It's, if you don't play Elite Dangerous, you could you wouldn't really appreciate how much of a difference it makes. But it's it's stuff like previously you would have to have aimed your ship at something to look at it, figure out where it's going, or target it, or whatever. Just being able to move your head and look at something and target it by doing that, it's, it just makes the world of difference. I can, it's, it's like a step towards having a proper VR headset. 
which I totally want. I absolutely want a VR headset, but there's no way I'm buying one of the ones that's out currently. I'm waiting until they're, they've matured like a fine wine. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that, and I've been playing Elite Dangerous an awful lot more now because they brought out the Wings update, which adds grouping like it should have had right from the beginning of the game, but didn't. And it's just brilliant. It's, the whole game is matured. It's way better. It's got all the things in it that it should have had to release. Uh, and it's way more entertaining than it was previously. So there you go. Get a tracker. Play Elite Dangerous. Come find me. Oh, also we made a giant snowman. Did anybody else see this? In Elite no. Dangerous. Oh, was it the, the flying fly the ships to make a face? Yeah. Yeah, we flew we flew yeah, our ships around. That, have you guys cool. seen this? this? This kind of blew up ever so slightly. It's not, it's not quite as, as famous today, but... Yeah, we. Uh, I saw like a bin some binary suns, two white binary suns, and I was just like, "You can totally make a snowman out of that." Hey guys, come over to this system. We can make a snowman, and then proceeded to spend about two hours precision flying these ships so that they made eyes and a, and like a button on the snowman, and then posted it on Twitter, and it got like a hundred odd retweets, and then got featured on Lave Radio, and got featured in the Elite Dangerous newsletter that they send out every couple of weeks and stuff like that. So that was fun, Frosty the Snow Sun. Yeah, that's me on Elite Dangerous. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. If there's anybody that's dropped Elite Dangerous, a similar thing happened with me with Diablo. I dropped Diablo 3 because, in, in essence, when the game first came out, it was not right. It wasn't ready. It had the fucking stupid buying shit house and all the rest of it. And then they got rid of that and they made the game good. That's kind of what's happened with Elite Dangerous. Not that it was terrible to start with, but it was missing some fundamental elements you would have expected there to be in a multiplayer online game, such as grouping with each other. You know, fundamental shit like that. And now that's in the game, and they've fixed a lot of problems that it had, and they've made it more challenging and more entertaining, and you can make more money, and you can play easy with friends, and there's beacons, and it's all just brilliant. It's all They've fixed all these weird little niggles that I have with it. I really enjoyed it. There we go. That's my couple of games. Who would like to go next? We've got all shitloads of stuff to talk about. I'm going to go back to Lewis. Lewis, have you got anything else to talk about? Staying with the um, episodicals, I started playing Tales for... Well, I finished the first two episodes of Tales for the Borderlands. How's that been? Um, that was really good. Really enjoyed it. Had all the humour of Borderlands, but in a slightly better gameplay style. So a better gameplay style. Yeah, I my main issue with um, Borderlands was the gameplay. So it was better when you were playing with other people. Yeah. So yeah. This is this makes it work as a, a single player game. Oh, I see what you mean. So you can play in the universe and get the enjoyability out of the characters in the universe without the stipulation of having to have other people there. Yeah. Alright, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, like, I like that idea. Um, I played the first two episodes of that. Very good. First episode was a bit slow. Um, second episode uh, picked up a lot more. My main issue with it is that the loading times are... what? Well, the loading times are massive. And it's very, very laggy. Are the loading times as massive as GTA V on the PS3? Don't know. Because I could make like two cups of coffee and have sex in the time it took that game to load up. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, granted, the coffee takes longer than the sex, but still, it's a long time. God. Right, okay. <laughs> Am I giving away too much of my own personality here? Um, Alright, so we've got to do this. We've got to scale this because I know there's like there's a slew of point-and-click adventure games. They disappeared for ages and now suddenly they're back. If you if you want, we're going to grade Tales from Borderlands amongst all of the other point-and-click adventure games that have come out, I say recently, but of late... So, Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us, Life is Strange, all of those kind of things. How would you grade it? Where would it fit in, in terms of enjoyability with that lot? Um, not as good as the first Walking Dead. Better than Life is Strange. Alright, so somewhere in the middle. That's pretty good, though, if it's right next to Walking Dead, because that's the prim- that's the premiere. That's yeah. the Don-, Don Corleone of the point-and-click adventure games at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, is it not? Is it not? 
Yeah, no, no, it is. I think I it know, is. It's, it's, it's down to personal opinions. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but are you are you classing are you classing the little indie games that, that nobody's played and heard of? Hell. <laughs> no, Ooh, I just. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I would I would sit down and I would think about uh, my options before I uh, called out one above all the others. But you like to do spreadsheets and calculate things I before do you come like up with a spreadsheet and calculate not, things. Not the best on on-the-spot decisions. <laughs> Be Lewis happy to just throw something out there and completely forget about something else that we played. The great thing about having all of these games is that there's going to be something for everybody, and there are going to be some things that people don't like and other things that people do like. I think the the exception to that rule at the moment is side scrollers. Side scrolling indie games oh is fighting many of those. So many of those at the moment. Mm. I'm hoping that it's not going to get to the point where point and click is doing that. But um, yeah, so I, I'm you're enjoying. The best point and click game. Broken Sword 2 anyway. Broken Sword was incredible. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, but Curse of Monkey Island? Oh, nope, Curse of Monkey Island. No way! No! Dude, you've got a talking skull in Curse of Monkey Island. You, you just true. can't go wrong with that. Murray. He will walk into the gates of hell. Really? Walk? Will he walk? I will roll. I will roll into the gates of hell. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, is, that it? is that everything that you've been playing, Lewis? Uh, no, I did make a start on Resident Evil... Revelations 2, which is another episodical, um, but they, I think they came out weekly. Again, with Dark Souls, it it was quite difficult. I died within about five minutes, so I switched. Is this the one that got kind of universally panned? Uh, no, it got pretty good reviews from what I could see. Am so I thinking of, of the wrong thing? I've kind of, I've totally dropped off the radar when it comes to did, Resident Evil. But uh, the sequel was much... Oh, okay. Was far okay, fine. From, by all accounts. My... There you go main gripe with these two games is I bought the season pass for both of them. Okay. Bought it, bought it on Xbox Live. I thought, ah, oh, well, I know I'm probably going to like Tales from the Borderlands, so I'll buy that, and I want to give Resident Evil a chance, so I'll buy the season pass for that. Um, apparently the season pass doesn't include the first episode. Hey? Yeah. Why well, does it make any sense? So, now, for episodical games, the season pass for most of them doesn't include the first episode. So it's for subsequent stuff. So you buy the first episode, decide so, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, you've got to be a little bit of a mook to buy the season pass before you decide whether or not you even like the game, though, surely. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Okay. <laughs> so, so are we officially calling you a mook? Yes. Okay, good. As long as we're all um, clear on that. Yeah, I, I basically had the season passes downloaded and ins- installed in Bunny Ears. But um, I then had to go out and buy... I had to sit in front of the laptop and buy uh, the first episode for both games. I mean, they were like less than a fiver each, so it's not too bad. But but so Resident Evil, are you glad that you bought the season pass for that, or are you kind of a bit stuffed with it now? Uh, no, I'm going to go back to it. I just played, basically played Life is Strange episode 2 and both episodes of Tales from the Borderlands in like a weekend. So Man, your click finger must be proper mostly now. Yeah. Uh, well, I was playing with a pad, so... Oh, ten. no butch click finger. That's rubbish. No. But, uh... Um, Point yeah. click adventure games with a pad, really? Yeah. A whole Works new for me. world. <laughs> it's opening up a whole world, realm of possibilities for me. I'm going to try um, it with my, with my flight stick now. But, yeah, I, I'm i going to go back to it at some point. Same with uh, Dark Souls. So. Beautiful. Alright, okay, is that everything that you've been playing? Yeah, pretty much. I've played some other bits and pieces, but not... We, we don't care about that. Stop talking now. Okay, L. What else have you been playing? More horror. Oh, God. Um, so... <laughs> it's too spooky. Oh, it's so spooky. Elle always scares me, so this is fine. 
yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, you've got to go home every once in a while. Uh, obviously. I really like horror. However, there are many subsections within it. There's loads of different things that you can kind of get into and find out what scares you and so on and so forth. Uh, normally, I uh, really like the, the stalker-style gameplay found in um, uh, Haunting Ground or Clock Tower. For people who played those, they know they're, they're quite into puzzle solving, kind of hide and seek kind of things. Uh, that, that's the one I normally go for. Um, however, I wanted to go back to something a little bit different, uh, so I went back to a uh, like quite quite a cool game um, on the PlayStation. Uh, this is uh, Hell Knight. Uh, it's more like a really breathless horror. Like it's all uh, high octane all the time. Uh, high octane on the PS One. Yeah. Could that render high octane? Was it was it capable of doing that? You you gotta you gotta forget the the graphics. The graphics <laughs> are shit. But okay. you know it, it, it was of its time. Years <laughs> have not been kind. No, it sounds like it sounds like me. However, you know you know the bit in games where you're out of ammo and you're out of uh, healing items, and like the boss monsters just fucking following you around. You're like, holy shit, I have to get out of here. That is that is Hell Knight. Uh, okay. In its entirety. Um. Essentially, it's it's really really simple. Um, it's quite an obscure game, uh, but it's 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 interesting. It's it's the game is an entire entirely a chase. Okay, so, so is it, is this similar to um oh fuck what do you call it um the the game where you're running around and hiding in cupboards and stuff and the shit's chasing you? Um no, it's it's not so much like Haunting Ground because Haunting Ground has has the puzzles. I mean, there's there's similarities. Um. In Hell Knight, there's only one boss monster. There's only one boss creature. So people who who've just played Alien Isolation, for example, will will know what it's like to be be chased by one singular thing. To have your horror pinpointed on one thing. Um, however, uh, the creature in Hell Knight it evolves and it changes. Uh, so I think that's pretty fucking cool. So what? The more of it, more of you that it eats, the more it mutates or something? Well, well, no, because basically Hell Knight takes uh, place in uh, in. Uh, some some weird Japanese called Gigapolis. Gigapolis. I can't remember. But totally Japanese. There's there's a fucking massive uh, subway system, and there's this thing called the Mesh, which is like sewers. Um, essentially, there's this cult who is chasing your character for whatever reason. Um, and you're you're on the train system, and you barely get out of this train system, uh, like a, escape in the the kidnapping ways. Uh, and you escape with this girl called Naomi. Um, anyway, at the same time, there's the, this lab experiment um, kills a researcher, and uh, like it forms into like a, a zombie creature. Uh, it gets in the way of the train, and it eats like all the survivors of the crash. Like it fucking just eats them. <laughs> so <laughs> she gets you know, so into this. Have you guys noticed this? She's like, it I fucking, fucking eats them. Love it. it just eats them. Yeah. She fucking eats them um, all. So you and the girl escape into the mesh. Um, basically, any contact that you have with this fucking monster, you die, and death is permanent. Like it's just fucking game over. This goes for your companions as well. You you meet different companions in the game, and the storyline progresses and changes on like the outcomes of what um what kind of um companions that you've been using whether they lived or died so it is like i enjoy multiple ending scenarios i enjoy the the thought of my choices and my actions matter 
to the game. So, I, I think, so this has actually got a storyline because one of the things this this sounds to me like I can't remember what the name of the fucking game was now. Amnesia, is it? Yeah, I think people who, who like Amnesia would like this as well. Yeah, um, the thing is, Amnesia didn't appear to have any variety of storyline for me. Yeah, I mean, with, with at least with Hell Knight, you get the option to have dialogue with characters, um, like some semblance of, of, of um, relations between yourself and your companion. Like uh, Naomi's pretty cool. Um, she can tell you uh, the monster's location on the map. I don't know how she fucking does it, but, you know, she can fucking do it. Magic. It's a PlayStation <laughs> game. You don't need to explain brain. it. Has this game got uh, any any relation whatsoever to the movie that was also called Hell Knight starring Linda Blair? I don't know. I've never seen that movie. I'm looking at pictures on uh, on Google Images now. There's an awful lot of cleavage in that. So, I, you know, if there's a similar <laughs> amount of cleavage, I could, get, I could get on board with that. Google oh, Image man. search, bitches. When did that come out, though? What, the, the movie Hell Knight? Like, 1980 Dark... Dark Ages. Maybe um, they weren't even born then. 1981. Hey, I'm so... I, I watch old films. They're good films. You're one of the only people that I know that can actually go back and play PS1 games and enjoy them. A lot of people, myself included, really struggle, even with games that I really, really enjoyed back in the day when I was playing on the original PlayStation. I just can't go back and play them now. I, I can look past the outside and... You I heard it here first, guys! Meet your, meet your EGX! <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate what's inside okay so, you know like i i enjoy horror in all its aspects i appreciate studying you know the evolution of horror what what makes people scared and things like that 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 interests me i enjoy studying horror and how it's progressed not just in literature but in in games games and entertainment media because that interests me i i enjoy it you're a reasonably I, scary person by the way i'm just saying uh Sometimes. Okay. Can I can I segue reasonably smoothly into a game that I've been playing off the back of you telling me that I should play it? Yeah, sure. Okay. I've been playing it one night one night at Fuck Off and Getting a Better Job. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think actually the title of this game uh, no I did not record it. I'm kind of oh. hoping I'm wishing that I did ever so slightly, but I've gotta be honest, no. I got bored. I got really bored playing this game. I don't know whether it's just because I didn't get that far. Well, to be honest with you, I have mixed feelings about it because jump scare can only go so far. It's like yeah. I said, you know, a lot of games now, a lot of people making games, think jump scares are the best kind of scares. But they are the fading scares, the quick scares that make you go, oh, fucking bollocks. But they do not permeate your life. They do not leave you with a haunting sense of scare. Like, oh, I just want to They're the, the one-night stands of the horror world. Yeah, they are the one-night stands. You know, you go there for a cheap thrill, and that's all they're good for. Yeah, and you feel a bit dirty afterwards. Well, I'll be so it's for anybody who didn't really get the <laughs> reference when I when I said the game that I was playing. It's actually called Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, why you would even bother working at this place for five nights is completely beyond me. So what happens is you start off, and you're just stood in this room with a load of CCTV cameras and a map, and two doors, and some buttons. And basically, the, there's a vo- uh, like a voicemail that comes on on the phone, and this guy goes, Oh, hi, uh, I'm the last guy that worked the night shift here. Don't be too worried about it. There's just some animatronic dolls that murder you. And I'm just sat there going, fucking worst job ever. This is a terrible job. And then worse than that, you've got access to the CCTV camera, and then you've got two doors. You've got a door either side of you, um, and these these animatronic things just walk around. You can see them moving around in the CCTV cameras, and they don't like being looked at. So the more that you look through the CCTV cameras, the more likely they are to come and try and eat you. Uh, but also, this entire building is powered by a hamster and a wheel, so they've got a finite quantity of energy, and it's clearly not Duracell. And Basically, you just yeah. you can't close the doors for any length of time. Oh, so man. 
What fucking doors take energy to keep closed? I have absolutely no idea. So you have to you push the button, the door closes, and you're just like, just the first thing I did was just like shut the fucking doors. Right, I'm fucking sorted. I'm just gonna sit here till morning, and jack off or something. And um, the you just you can't do it. The battery was just going. I was just I don't really understand what's going on. Then the doors opened up, and I got it. Rubbish. Then they so, ate your face. Uh, so, yeah, don't really enjoy Glorified furries ate your face. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that game very much at all. So, just saying. Um, I don't. I think I played probably two nights, or maybe a night and a half, or something like that, and I just I didn't find it very entertaining, I've got to be totally honest. I don't know if it changes the more you play it. Uh, no, premise is the same. Jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Okay, occasional... See, the thing that got me, I just, I hate bullshit horror. <laughs> like, I, I, need, I need this to be some... Some kind of of pull or draw to, to to horror. I need something that engages me. Something that just fucking flickers and gives me visions. I don't give a shit about. Like I have seen this shit. I have been there. I have done that. I have seen most horror things. There is not much that scares me. When when something does something like very very cliched or something just to be honest with you a bit crap, it just <laughs> fills me with a massive sense of disappointment. And Five Nights at Freddy's had a few moments where it did just that. Yeah. So, you know, fine premise. Let's kind of evolve from that and not turn it into a fucking, uh, like, jump scare game. Give me some fucking... Give me more story. The story was... You know, it, it had a great tagline. Do you know what? We could have been out exploring the fucking pizza joint while these things were hunting Well, this is exactly it. I think if you could have gone out of the room... Do you know what? If it was something along the lines of, right, the dummy's going to charge overnight, and normally they're completely fine, but if there's a power cut, they they come off their charge and they start walking around. Now, so the power cut is already explaining the fact that you're on, I don't know, UPS battery power or something like that, and so you've got a finite amount of power, and you can walk around the different rooms and turn the lights on, um, but the lights will only last a certain amount of time, so you can't leave them on. And you've got to go back to the main room to look at the CCTV TV cameras, because that's the only place that there's a CCTV screen. Stuff like that. They, they could have gone so much further with it. They could have also added a sanity meter, and the yeah. guy could have started started going slightly oh, insane now, or now something. Now we're going into what, what I mean? Eternal Darkness. I know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Darkness. I loved Eternal so Darkness. Good. It, that was a good game. Though. I loved Eternal Darkness. But this is, I don't know, it's an indie game, I suppose it's got what it's got, but I was kind of hoping, because I think I played Five Nights at Freddy t- Freddy's 2. I think that was the one I played. And it was just like, I don't understand how... I've seen videos of the first game. I don't understand how this is any different. Yeah, I know. But you, when there's hype... When there's hype... Uh, and it, it normally comes off of the back of... No offence to anyone. It, it normally comes off of the back of, of YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> Who was that, Aimdale? No, it's just generally anyone. <laughs> you do YouTube videos. Dave does YouTube videos. Um, the thing is, the, there are people like uh, PewDiePie or... Um, was it Marcus? Mar- Markiplier? Markiplier. Markiplier. I like him. Who who will play horror games? And of course, you know they they get kind of scared at stuff. And you you generally find you know uh, esports is becoming a, a bigger thing. People enjoy watching others' reactions to video games. And what isn't funnier than watching someone? basically shit themselves. I think people who play esports and the esport kind of games like League of Legends have to watch videos of other people enjoying themselves. Yeah. Because they, they're not getting any enjoyment themselves. They, they don't get any enjoyment themselves. No, they don't get any. quarter of a million dollars when you win an esport event, I'm going to be fucking enjoying myself. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's pretty freaking enjoyable, I've got to tell you. enjoying that. Yeah. Um, but y- you know what I mean. Like, pe- people tend to, to go after the kind of jump scares because it's funny to watch people jump. And that's that's why jump scare games get this amount of attention. Yeah, it's, maybe. It's, it's funny to watch people's reactions to it. Are you guys going to watch the Five Nights at Freddy's film? They're not making a film! <laughs> yeah, Sony picked up the rights to make a film for it. What there is the no fuck? way they're making a film out of that. The most oh, all, all the furries will be all over that. Let worst, me worst Chuck E. Cheese ever. Yeah. No way I'd go about there. Okay, right. Has anybody else got any other games you want to talk about? Because I've got, I've got a few more. I have one more, but okay. you go first. Oh, do, do you want Ladies me to go first? first? Okay, oh, thanks. Um, I, played a, <laughs> I played a game called Blue Estate. And there's a, there's a there's a reason that I played this, um, but you I, blew I saw up it. Estate. Yeah, pff, I'll tell you, it took me ages. Whee. I'm well chased now. Um, the uh, the idea behind this it looked kind of cool. It looked kind of interesting. Um, there was something that I missed that I didn't really understand before I got it, uh, and that's that it is a light gun game, um, and I don't have a light gun. So there was a, there was a slight kind of problem there where I had to play the entire game with a mouse, but you were meant to have a light gun. It was still enjoyable, um, because I played I played other kind of shooter games without a light gun. Uh, but it was it's really over the top, like really, really over the top. The characters are stupid and crazy. The amount of people that you have to kill is just ridiculous. But it's all, all about building up combos and shooting loads of people in the head and getting nut shots, and the characters are always really hilarious and, and stuff like that. I actually quite enjoyed it. I don't think I'd give it very many stars if I was a star rating kind of guy, but if you picked it up for not very much and you happen to have a light gun in the house, or if there were two of you and you wanted to play it co-op, it could be really enjoyable. Um, it's it's a pretty new game, so it looks very very good. Um, but it's yeah, it's all right. It's worth playing if you like if you like shooters. If you literally surely like light gun games, floor, surely the major flaw with that is most t- modern TVs don't support light guns. Well, I don't know what you call them then. Then all right, not light gun, but whatever. You can get light guns that plug into PCs now, can't you? USB ones. I don't know what they're called or how they work, but they, you can play them on a yeah, PC that's screen. Enough. Yeah, yeah, you can get you can get new ones. Um, you can play them with on a PC screen. So, um, yeah, I don't have one, but it was still okay. It was still pretty enjoyable with a mouse. It had a load of problems because they've got this other mechanic in the game where you have to swipe. And I think you're meant to do this with the gun. So you know when you're playing. Um, Oh, yeah, know. like, yeah, the arcade games where you can just, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, something gets too close and you can, you you make a swiping gesture with the gun so you hit them, type thing. Yeah. Yeah? Well, obviously, I don't have Pistol a gun. Be- Pistol, exactly. I don't have a gun, so I can't do that. So you can <laughs> either, you can either swipe the mouse, and then the, the, the major problem there is you're now no longer aiming where you wanted to be aiming, or you use the arrow keys to swipe. 
Now the problem is, it's almost like the people who made the game couldn't really think of many reasons to put this swipe gesture stuff in. So the first character you play is a guy called, I think it's called Tony, and he's like this really over-the-top mobster kind of guy. But he's got like long Elvis-style hair, and it keeps, while you're shooting, it keeps falling down over his eyes, and you have to sweep it back. And that is the majority of what you're doing with the swipe gestures. So you'll be shooting, and then suddenly the guy's hair falls in front of the screen, and you have to, you have to sweep it back out of the way. Ah, oh, fuck that bullshit. Well, you would have made it would have made sense. It would have made sense. They make light of it in the game, but it, it's just there's an awful lot of boobs in this. I'd like to point that out as well. Um, uh, like the entire. I'm interested just, now. Just drop that in there. Yeah, just drop this in there. Um, the, the that was the reason that you remember I said there was one reason I got this game. There you go. Oh right. Um, uh, the uh, two reasons. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. There's quite there's more than two. Um, the there's no actual nudity, but the entire first chapter of the game, you're playing in a strip joint because you're trying to get this stripper. That's been, I, like the storyline makes absolutely no sense. Um, but the, like some stripper has been kidnapped, and she's your stripper, so you want to go back and get her, and so you've got to apparently kill a load of Japanese people to get she's back. She's my private dancer. Yeah, so she's, and then you've got to kill <laughs> some dude that looks surprisingly like the guy that runs North Korea. In fact, like no. so. Yeah, exactly like him, but he's wearing a bra, and it's just—it's <laughs> just the most weird. It's just, and he's like a ninja, and he like zooms around the place and stuff. This sounds, yeah, this just smacks of trying to be like a Duke Nukem. It is. People. It really is. In in terms of theme, and in terms of the way that the characters talk and all the rest of it, it's really like that. But it's so massively tongue in cheek. I don't think I found found it that enjoyable because of the characters. It was enjoyable enough. I think I pl- probably played it for about three hours, which is pretty good for a game that's on rails. Yeah. So, and and a, a shooter game that I'm playing with a mouse. So it's called Blue Estate. It's worth it's worth playing if it's not if it's not too expensive and you can pick it up and you can give it a go. It's pretty good. I'm pretty sure it supports co-op and everything as well. So if you do have a couple of you, or if you are into light gun games and you happen to have a light gun, I bet this would be really good. So there you go. That's Blue Estate. It's, L, you do your next game now. Aw, oh, yeah. So, basically, this is a really obscure game. The chances of you being able to find it are quite slim. However, if you do find it, I salute you. You fucking go. Good job. So, well, hang on a minute. Are we about to talk about a game that nobody else is actually going to be capable of playing? I don't know. Like, I think there will be people out there that will be able to play it. This is, this is a PC game uh, that you'll probably be able to find uh, maybe on, like, download sites or something. Maybe on a torrent. It's called White Day. Now, when someone has to release a patch to make their game less scary, that intrigues me. What? They, these guys had to release uh, patches to, to make the game less scary because people were complaining uh, because they couldn't bring themselves to finish the game. So, let's jump in, shall we? <laughs> is, this, is this called, is the full title of this White Day a labyrinth named school or is that something different? It might be, I don't know. I can remember it being called White Day. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a Korean horror game. There's, oh, a, there's, a, there's a teenage high schooler <laughs> who's, like, getting a hard-on over this girl. So he sneaks into, like, their high school. Like, I don't know what it is in Japan. Anyways, high school. Uh, like, late at night, in order to plant, like, a, like something... I can't remember what it is. Like, chocolates or some shit? Into a desk for, for White Day. Uh, White Day's kind of like... Uh, kind of like Valentine's Day, I think? Oh, it's not all that. Uh, okay. I was going to say, it's totally not what I thought then. This wouldn't fly in America. <laughs> no way! Oh no! 
No, it's um, it's it's like Valentine's Day in Japan. Anyway, like there's there's other students in in the in in the school sharing like ghost stories, and kind of shit shit goes down. Okay, there's a janitor that flips out and starts beating the shit out of the kids with a baseball bat and killing them. Um, <laughs> well, this shit got real all of a sudden. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Shit just gets real. Um, like, and um, basically, all these ghost stories start coming alive in the school. It's okay. fucking ace. Like, you, you, <laughs> you, you don't have anything to defend yourself with. You're a teenager. Uh, you're trying to escape the school when you've got this fucking mental janitor chasing after you, trying to bash your skull in. You got all these ghosts and ghoulies fucking coming out of the walls trying to eat you. You know, it's got puzzles in it. You've got the the kind of adrenaline-filled holy shit. These things are gonna kill my character. It's good. Like the again, this is a game where the graphics have not aged well. Like this this game should have a facelift. Ten years have not been kind, but it has. Because it's a PC game that's ten years old. It could be ten years old. Could be could be more. I can't remember. Like okay, it's, it's something that I played ages back. Uh, I replayed it recently just just cause, just for shiggles. You know, to be honest with you, this horror game has a great atmosphere. The the gameplay mechanics hold really well to like in comparison to how old it is, and it it simulates real life actions better than a lot of most games do like today. Cause to be honest with you, there's, there's a lot of games out there who that kind of deal with real life scenarios in a way that's that's kind of a bit bit fantasy. To be honest with you, they they don't it's it's not real enough. The reactions are way more real in this to fucked up paranormal shit going down. Like it's 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 fantastic. It's great. Okay, but this, this is, sounds like kind of, like the kind of thing that I really need to get my hands on, play and record. This this is the kind of game you play at three o'clock in the morning with the lights off. And you will be like hugging a knife or something. <laughs> I tried that once; it didn't end well. I, I really do think that we we need to try and find some more co-op horror games that we can all get on and play. Me and Lewis a little while ago tried to play The Forest. Do you remember that? I mean, this this is good to to watch people play. This is if you think Amnesia was pretty good. Yeah, this this has the horror thing. If you liked Half Life, yeah, it's, it's got similarities to that as well. You, this is for people who can appreciate outdated games. Despite their looks, you you want to appreciate the atmosphere and the the puzzle solving, the the running, the the hiding against an overwhel- like an overwhelming force. It's great. I I've just been I've just great. been looking actually on on the mod database. There's loads of mods for this, and I think there's a couple that actually bring the graphics a bit more up to date as well. So ah. and the full game is on there. Yeah, the full game is I, on there too. I so. I wanna I wanna make a note. Don't add the patch, which makes it less scary. Don't do it. Be a man. Be if I'm gonna, woman. oh no, I'm gonna play a full five minutes of this without without that patch on, yeah, like man. a proper boss. Um, oh, how long do you have to get into the game before it gets really scary? Because that's gonna be my limit. No, you just do it. Just oh, find out how far man. you can get in. Okay, I'm gonna give that a go for next time we record, but I really don't expect myself to get that far. Lewis, are you gonna give it a go? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> you sure? Okay, nope. fine. Okay, cool. Right. God, we've been talking for ages. I had a couple of other games to talk about, uh, but they were mostly um, they were mostly mobile games, and I'm pretty sure that we can talk about mobile games the next time. Let's have a really quick break. We'll we'll gather our senses. We'll talk very briefly briefly about stuff that we've seen that's been going on in the uh, in the world of gaming since the last time we did a podcast, and then we're going to fucking peace out. So it's going to be very quick the next section because we don't want to keep the podcast be too wow. long. We're going to fly through it like fucking uh, Superman through that shit movie he did, and then we will be done. And we that's like every Superman movie that wasn't very 
specific, was it? Everyone hates Superman. That's the new theme song. Anyway, and then we'll, we will be back. Okay, so be right back. Break. Da-na-na-na. We're back, and hopefully we're going to be quick. So the... Uh, Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I walked right into that. And I also hear that. Stop it. I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, so what we're going to do this week, we're not going to call this news. We're not calling it news anymore because let's face it, we're rubbish at finding news. But we're just going to call it stuff we've seen. So the stuff that we have seen this week, I'm going to open my with bed. this. And I, this no, A you've mirror. seen your bed. Nobody's, nobody's seen your bed. Some drinks. The stuff that... Are you just talking to yourself? No. A cat. Okay. <laughs> You've seen a cat. I don't think that maybe you guys get the point of this section of the podcast. A pigeon! My dick. Pardon me? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that ascended fast. Let's continue. <laughs> so, all right. You've thrown me off now. Right, so the uh, the game... A game that I have seen... Um, it's called Little Devil Inside. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, watched any gameplay yeah, footage. Oh, it looks so cool. Um, this is something that possibly would have passed me by completely. I do look on Steam Greenlight every now and again to see if there's anything new coming up. Unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff on Steam Greenlight that ends up as vaporware or just completely crashes and burns because it doesn't get funded or something. So Little Devil Inside is something that showed up on Steam Greenlight. It's been kickstarted at the moment as well. It looks the graphics and art style, some of the it's like the best that art style I've seen. Cool. Oh, it's so good looking. It's like the best art style that I've seen in an upcoming game for absolutely ages. But it's proper co-op. It's got some great little that it's it seems to be all about individually set set pieces. So you, each level is very different and, and each thing that you've got to do is very different. But the the movements of the characters, the animation, everything just looks absolutely brilliant. Charm is kind of something that I used to call it, but also really polished. Like, if you look at the, even the water effects on the bit where they're in the boat, it just looks incredible. And this is something that's in pre-alpha. Now, there's probably an awful lot of gameplay that's left to be done on this, but Fuck it's, me, it that looks, looks good for brilliant. It looks incredible. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen this, it's been featured on a couple of news websites. Uh, uh, Kickgoro, I think, is where I saw it, but it's being kickstarted at the moment. Now, I've got to say, it's doing okay on Kickstarter, but it's not doing as well as I expected it to. It's it's they're after two hundred and fifty thousand. That's two hundred and fifty thousand Australian dollars, which I'm not sure how much that is in real money, but that's like probably two pound fifty or something. Is it? I have no idea. Yeah, don't I, ask I don't know. me to convert. That yeah, is I just, uh, just make that joke and my one hundred twenty thousand nine hundred ninety pounds sixty seven pence. Jesus, they've got bad exchange rate at the moment. Did you just make that joke and your microphone was muted, Lewis? Ah, uh, good job. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I got there. Um, okay, so it's. It's not doing that well. It's only at 45,000 at the moment of, two, of its 250,000 goal, but it, it has got 41 days to go. It picked up a lot of traction very, very quickly when it first start, uh, when it first sprang up on Steam Greenlight. It seems to have slowed down a little bit now, but maybe if more people get on board with it. I have seen these games before that haven't managed to get kickstarted, still get funded afterwards and, um, and get made. I really hope that this does, because it looks beautiful. The gameplay that's in the... Um, in the reveal trailer and the and the kind of Kickstarter video as well, really looks very good. And they're primarily trying to sell it on the on the gameplay video, rather than a lot of Kickstarter projects have got kind of oh hi, my name's Bob and I'm making a game. You need to give me money. This is really very much selling itself on the actual parts of the game that they've made already. Looks brilliant. I really really like the look of it. So I think I'm going to be Kickstartering this. The cheapest that you can Kickstart it for to actually get a copy of the game is 25 US uh, Australian dollars, which is how much in real money, Lewis? 
Two pound fifty. There you go. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I don't think you, I don't think it's going to cost you that much to back it. I don't know how much so that actually is. I don't know how much. Yeah, it is. I was just about to say I don't think it's thirteen quid. But yeah, I was just like two pounds fifty. Thirteen quid. Thirteen quid doesn't seem so bad for an early uh, an early copy of this game. And if you get early access to it, it's got to be worth it as well. It looks. It just. It does. Actually, I'm going that, purely no, off no, looks. No, 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 hang on. Whoa, whoa. Thirteen quid's it's... not that bad for an early access game. Considering I well... paid thirteen pounds for Tales from the Borderlands. I paid thirteen pounds for the yeah, but that's an episode. Strength. That's an episodic no, game, no, no. isn't it? That's for yeah. the whole game. Oh, really? This is early access. But you're paying. Like, you're I... paying. You're not paying necessarily a portion know, of that but... money. You're you're back. You're backing it. Like only half of that money is actually you buying the co- the copy of the game. If you, that's all you wanted, you wait until it was out and buy it. The point the point is that you're giving them a little bit of extra money because you want to see the game, you want to be involved, and you want to see the game come to fruition. Mm. However, it? we've we've had this argument before with early access games, where you know it's sometimes before, people man. can feel it's it's unfair to pay for a game that's not finished. However, you know, be be with it what you will. Have a look at it because it looks really fucking cool. Uh, in in terms of the art style, because it looks really, I don't know, unique. It looks brilliant. It looks really unique. I'm not. It- I yeah I, I don't think it's unfair to pay for a game that's not finished. I think it's unfair for the game developers to say that you're not allowed to review it. If you paid money for it, then you're allowed to talk about it. And if it's not doing very well or it's kind of shit, then you're allowed to say that it's kind of shit. I hold up Rust as a shining fucking example oh, of this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to play that again. It actually oh. looks very good now. Oh yeah, it is the best PowerPoint presentation you'll ever play. Well, I've got a computer that's built this year instead of something that I'm going to weld. I played Far Cry fucking 4 on my PC, it was absolutely fine. If I can't play this little fucking indie game, then bollocks to it. So, yeah, screw Rust. Anyway, what was I doing? Oh yes, cool, so that's that, that's what I've seen. Uh, Has anybody else seen anything else that they want to talk about? Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero? Yeah. Okay, what's going on? I have absolutely no interest in Guitar Hero, but... I do. Talk at me. Something that struck fun. me about the reveal trailer. The the trailer it got kind of leaked this morning. Guitar Hero Live, which is the the new one, but it's in first person. And I kind of mentioned what? this on what it's in first person, so you don't see a a person playing the guitar. You don't see the person playing the guitar. You've got the fretboard in the middle, and then you've got the crowd. The crowd looking at the oh, crowd. okay. But the whole kind mm. of the thing that struck me about it being in first person is that it looks like it's ready or they're they're wanting to put it forward for kind of vr yeah it looks like that to me i've just been watching it now that's pretty cool but the thing is now the only thing with that is that everybody around you is actually people it's not uh, a rendered game yeah they're they're not models they're actually i don't know what the the final kind of the final game is going to be but it's like years you know years and years and years ago when they used to make games and nobody could make decent graphics so instead they recorded actual people yeah and then put them in the games this is kind of like that but i don't see how that would work with the vr headset surely that wouldn't work with the vr headset well if it's just recorded then i don't see why I know, but, you, but you want people to interact with you like in one of the pictures on the uh, in the ign article You've, you've turned, so you're looking at one of your bandmates, and the bandmate has kind of turned their guitar to you, and you're doing the kind of jamming, kind of duet thing, and all the rest yeah. of it. That wouldn't, surely that couldn't be dynamic. If it's a pre recorded set piece that well, you're I mean, almost I mean, on I mean, rails in the I middle mean, of. Th- this is still only a. Um, this is just like a, a reveal trailer, so I don't know yeah, what the final yeah. product's going to be. It was more that more a case of it working, or you're, you being able to play it with um, VR, potentially. That's that's just how it came across to me. 
That would be quite interesting, but I've got to be totally honest. I don't know if anybody else has played Guitar Hero and really enjoyed it. I loved Guitar Hero. Absolutely yeah, loved I, it. Yeah, I really liked it. It was it was a fun game to play because you used to fucking, you know, you'd get your, your favourite tunes on. You'd be like, yeah, I'm rocking out. I can't play musical instruments, but no. here I can fucking believe. <laughs> we full-blown geeked out at one point as well and we got Rock Band and all of the oh, extras. Oh, yeah, now we we're had, talking. We had drum Rock Band, kit. we had a main guitar, a bass guitar, a the drum kit... The microphone. We had the full works going on in our living room. We must have pissed our neighbours off so much. Can you imagine that with everybody with VR headsets? <laughs> oh my like the most chaotic mosh pit you've ever seen in your life. Um, I lose my fingers. I lose my fingers on the on the Guitar Hero. You if I'm wearing, then. well, I probably should. Um, but if I'm wearing a VR headset, I'm pretty sure that would be a serious problem for me. I wouldn't know where my fingers were. But um, yeah, all right. I like I like the look of this. If they can somehow revamp the entire Guitar Hero franchise by doing something new with it, I'm on board with that. I really love the other games. Yeah. I mean, this is just purely speculation about VR, but it yeah, but be still, cool. even if it's not VR, even if it's just something new and different that they're doing with it, trying to bring a bigger experience to the whole game, that sounds great. Yeah. And at the end of the day, who really looks at the the characters on screen? You're mainly looking at the fretboard no, on you, the screen. No, you're anyway, looking at so. the fretboard and shitting yourself. Yeah. There's far too many yellows going at you. Yeah. All right, okay, cool. Has anybody else seen anything else, or am I, have I got the next one? Uh, I saw some stuff about Mortal Kombat today. Go on, then. Mortal Kombat. There's a few things. Like, a lot of people are mentioning the fatalities because they're so gory, and they're, like, rendered quite realistically. Like They're ruining our children. They've scanned, like, cross-sections of brain to see what it's like when Sub-Zero cuts half your brain off. Ugh. And people are like, oh, it's gory. I'm like, yeah, my eight-year-old child is getting real bad nightmares. Well, love, that's what happens. I mean, this is the game that invented the ESRB rating. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. But the thing that's like really blown up today is people are really whinging about um, the fact that you can pay for 30 tokens for easy fatalities. So instead of mashing a whole button combination at the end of the fight, you can just press one button, and people are all up in arms about that. I'm like, well... Yeah, surely that's surely that's not affecting money, but it's not giving you a competitive advantage. So why do you care? No, exactly. It's not. It's not making you better at the game, is it? It just means that if you do beat somebody, you get to do something cooler without having to think too much about it. Is there a problem with that? No, and they're completely optionals as well. The thing is, is like a lot of people are kind of forgetting that they are like if people rage quit in online matches, you get an extra thing, like you get an instant fatality against that other person. So, like, yeah. they, it counts as a win because they rage quit and they get a fatality. Or they, they get fatality. Yeah. So, the the in-app purchases, whilst... Or in-game purchases, whilst... Yeah, they're a bit shit. But you don't have to buy them. I don't... I, they're not I, an integral well, part of the game. Maybe it's because I'm not that bothered about this game, necessarily. I must admit, I, I did... I tweeted about this earlier, but... I don't... So many people... Like, GTA 5 got released today, and then so many people are going, Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat... Guess what got released today? I'm just like, oh, yeah, GTA 5. And people are like going, No, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Seriously? Who gives a shit about Mortal Kombat? Is it... Is it good? I don't mean... Possibly I none of us actually know this, but... and it was super good. Um, I'm too really? Up now. But um, apparently it's a bit broken on PC right now. So, there's that, but... But what I played was super fun. So have they actually made the game... Because, like, the previous Mortal Kombat games, the ones that they've done more recently, have been kind of shite, haven't they? That's what I thought, anyway. Yeah, the Mortal last Kombat one I played was... was I didn't enjoy that at all. I think I played that, and I thought it was crap. Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, maybe I just don't like modern fighting games, because I played the other one when we went to EGX 2013, which was... Uh, yeah. What was it? Killer Instinct? Yeah. The new Killer Instinct? Yeah. That you can only play two characters, and you've got to, like, pay for more? There's so much enjoyment I can get out of them. 
I don't know. Well, this way you can pay pay a bit of money and get even more enjoyment out of slicing people's heads in half and get realistic brain simulation the going everywhere. The fatalities are fucking gruesome. They're amazing. There's a video. The thing is, though, if you don't want to pay any money, you can just watch a YouTube video of all the fatalities. Yeah. yeah. I posted that on Facebook earlier, and I mean, I, I'm not squeamish, but I thought it was a little bit OTT, so... Jesus, if you want OTT, have you started watching Daredevil yet? I've Fuck already seen hell. it all. Oh, have you? Train tracking! Yeah! <laughs> games! I thought the fatalities were pretty intense, but at the same time, I didn't think they were over the top, because it's it's Mortal Kombat. It's an R-rated yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I can understand that, but that it kind of felt like they were being over the top Garish? for the sake of being over the top. There yeah. is that, but that's of kind of what Mortal it's Kombat is about. In ultimate dimensions, wizards and lizard people. Like, if you can't be over the top <laughs> in everything... Yeah, like, yeah but to be fair, home. so's Magicka. That's not really an argument. But I, I, I get what you mean. The um, I like... It's Mortal Kombat. It's meant, it is meant to be gory. It was, it's built its entire kind of gaming franchise its whole gaming pedigree on being a gory game on having gory fatalities yeah. if it didn't have them it would be weird so i think knowing that it's got them and it's probably it's got it plastered all over the box and like all over the game it, this is a gory game if it's not something that you're into then maybe not if you enjoy the game and you are slightly put off by the fatalities i would imagine there's probably a um i would imagine there's a setting yeah there's a setting that you can probably turn the gore off in if it bothers you. So yeah, I don't if, imagine that's too much If you buy Mortal Kombat, no one's going to buy Mortal Kombat and be like, ooh, the fatalities are a bit grim because they've bought Mortal Kombat. <laughs> obviously, know what Mortal Kombat is. I would have thought so. I think it's Possibly just, they like, don't. Possibly they don't know what Mortal Kombat is. outside who've seen it like as a third party and be like, ooh, that's a bit grim. Well, I don't know. I'm this is coming from Lewis. It, but that's a bit grim. This is coming from Lewis. He's played I'm, quite I'm a lot of gory to games. I watch it because, you know, there's certain levels of violence that you'd be like, mm, that's not really stylish. I don't know. But it's so stylish over, for me. For me, it's yeah. so over the top. It's not believable, and it's separated from reality. And that so makes yeah. it okay. It's like saying yeah. Kill Bill is too gory. Kill Bill is yeah, too yeah. gory because it's not realistic at all. Whereas this is so so set in fantasy to me that it ceases to have its shock factor because it's so unbelievable. I mean, it's it's rendered I do realistically, agree. like muscles and blood look realistic. But at the same time, a man's just cut you in the, in, into four slices with his hat, and your head landed on him. Like, no. I do, I do get what you mean with that. I have bigger problems with stuff that comes across as more realistic and, and, and like closer to real life, and and is gory. Like stuff like uh, like I don't that, know, like murder simulator game that was in the news a few months ago. Or is that Hatred. that's gory? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's gory, but it's also like believable gore that's like set in the realm of possibility and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I totally get what you mean. I always hold the movie Hostel up for this. Yeah. I hated that. It was far too close to home. It was one of those things that could actually happen. I was just like, I ain't going to any foreign country ever. <laughs> or Peterborough. Because it's just the kind of thing that could actually happen. I understand where you're coming from. And, like, I don't have any problem with gore. It's just... It felt really brash. And, but... Like, like, like the said, game was more is... about that than it was about the combat. Yeah, it's... But at the end of the day, it's Mortal Kombat, so... There you go. Uh, Alright, okay. Other things that we've seen. Lewis, have you got anything that you've seen? Uh, the latest Humble Bundle is out. Humbly Bundly? Yes, okay. the Humbly Bundly. It's another Origin Bundle, so I can't imagine that many people are going to be interested in this, because it means having to use Origin. Uh, oh, okay with Origin. Although, most... No, I say most. Four of the eight, seven games that are... No, nine games. I can't count at all. Uh, four of the nine games that have uh, been released at the moment are playable on Steam. So 
yeah, if you pay more than four fifty, four dollars fifty, you can get Garden Warfare, Dragon Age Two, Bejeweled Three, Mass Effect Two. If you pay the minimum, you can get Dragon Age Origins, Peggle, Dead Space, Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, War Chest. God, that's a mouthful. And Commander Conquer Generals uh, Zero Hour. They said there's more games coming soon, and I can pretty much already guess what they're going to be. You reckon? What? Well, go on, give us your bang. I reckon it'll be Mass Effect 3, uh, Mirror's yep. Edge, because Mirror's Edge is in every origin Humbly bundle, bundly. and it'll be yep. a Battlefield game. Probably Battlefield 3 or 4. Do you know what? If it is those things, if it's it's worth it just for Mass. In my opinion, it's worth it just for Mass Effect Three. It's worth it for Mass Effect Two. Mass Effect Two is incredible, but it's worth it for Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect Three was brilliant. Fuck that! I want to play Peggle. <laughs> but <laughs> do you know what? Actually, one of the other games I've been playing this week is Peggle. Um, so yeah, one of the uh, other games I've been playing this week on the, on the 360 We're is Peggle. <laughs> <so> <laughs> what the hell? We are proper hardcore. We didn't talk about that. Look <laughs> at Mr. Mental over here with the Eldritch Horrors. Yeah, we're all playing Peggle. <laughs> this has got Garden so Warfare in it, though. Yeah, Garden <laughs> Warfare. It's a uh, multiplayer. Garden Warfare. So, this is looking pretty good. To pick it up. Okay, I, I think I'm probably going to get that. I do like a good humbly bundle every now and again. I haven't and bought one for a while. Dragon Age. There's like there's like a hundred hours of RPG easy. Dra- Dragon Dragon Age. It's Origins before it. Dragon Age Two. Yes. Or yeah, after Dragon Age Two. Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Two, and then Dragon Age Inquisition. Inquisition, okay. So it's almost worth me picking this up because I haven't played the previous... I played Dragon Age Origins, in fact, I might own it, and I I, think I didn't play it for very long, but that I possibly need to get into it. Okay, I don't know what that is, but it's... it's, it's a, loads, uh, cool. I, it sounds like loads of people really liked it anyway. I think I probably need to play it because loads of people said it was really good. Uh, it was a game that you pause. I think that's probably the kind of thing that I don't get into. I don't like games you that you pause. pause. I know, but it's, I die if I don't pause. pause. Optional pause. pause. I die without pause. That's just that's how I work. Um, L, have you got any news? Not really. I haven't seen anything to be honest with you, apart from the Mortal Kombat uh, adverts. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dave, down. Dave being famous. Dave being famous. We've already talked about Dave being famous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got another one. I've got another one. On live. Dead. Uh, it's dead. Peace. It's dead. dead. Uh, now, so. I think probably a lot of people would argue that he's been dead for a very long time. Yep. I was very confused probably about a month and a half ago that suddenly OnLife started posting on Twitter and Facebook again. I don't know if any of you saw this. Possibly it was only me because I was the only fucker that was still following them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> OnLife suddenly started posting things. But like not about OnLife, about other things. About Steam and about other other game-related things. And I was like, this is really weird. OnLive is almost setting themselves up as like a kind of news reposting thing. And then suddenly I found out today that they're dead. OnLive is completely dead and gone and forever. And I think Sony, Sony Entertainment are buying out a ton of their hardware. Yeah. So if you purchased any games on on live, if you were still one of the mooks that was playing on live, then you've lost all your games. <laughs> oh god, Pretty completely much. gone. That and I think me. anyone buy it on live? I did. I had wow. on live. I purchased games on on live. I had the on live micro console. Wow. The, the little console that you can get that you could get. Now, granted, I bought a game and got the micro console free, Jeez. which kind of worked out okay at the time. But I think all told, I probably sunk about sixty quid into One Life altogether between buying games and getting the micro console and getting the things. And actually, do you know what? I played probably three full titles on it and really enjoyed it for the flaws and problems that it had. It was still playable. It wasn't as good as playing a game on a proper console, but it was still good enough. And I played quite a lot of multiplayer stuff on it as well. I played Borderlands on it and it was good. 
But it had loads of problems that they never fixed. And then the douchebag that ran the company was clearly a douchebag and fired half of his staff and like salt liquidated the company and then magically brought it back to life again in one of these douchebaggery things that douchebags do with companies when they go bankrupt. And now now he's sold all of the hardware that was left to Sony. I don't know what they're expecting to do with it. Presumably they're going to wrap it into their um, their magical streaming shit that they do with PlayStation. But um, yeah. But yeah, so you've now got the the micro console that you can use as a paperweight. It's not a very effective paperweight because it's kind of ugly looking. But there you go. On live, it was a nice idea. A lot of people have been saying, "Oh, they were a trailblazer." Well, they kind of were, but also it was kind of shit. So the thing that amazes me is that they were once worth 1.2 billion pounds. Should have sold. <laughs> Should have fucking sold. And that, then, that was, and then yeah. they ended up 40 million pounds in debt. Yep. I don't know. You've got to be pretty, pretty astronomically shite to, to manage to pull something like that off, really, haven't you? Yeah, like I, that, it's, that's just astounding. From what I gather, the guy that ran the company, and don't quote me on this because I don't know the dude and I don't know really what was going on on the under, on the underside of this entire thing, but it sounds to me like he was a dick. And after all the people got fired in the first round of bankruptcy, he, people were coming out basically saying he's a dick. He's sinking the company. People have been telling him he's sinking the company for ages. He's not doing anything about it. He didn't want to do anything about it. It was all him, all his vision, all the time. He didn't want to believe that the success of the company was due to anything else other than him. And so he just nice. he just drove it into the ground, which is such a shame when such a good idea gets gets sunk like that. But there you go. What dick? What a dick! Our life is dead. I kind of was I was always silently hoping that it was going to get better. It was going to pick itself up off the ground, but it didn't happen. It's not even like the hardware's hackable. No, I, I've been pissed off about that for so long. Because how difficult would it be to fucking hack this thing and make it so you could Steam stream to it? Because it's a great little tiny piece of kit that's got a HDMI cable plugged into it and a wireless remote. That that would be absolutely great, but it hasn't been done. Now, how difficult would it be now that they've gone for them to release the source code for the fucking BIOS or whatever for the microconsole? Seriously? Come on, do it, guys. Someone must have a copy of it somewhere. Somebody, if anybody listening to this podcast is in any way affiliated with anybody who is pissed off that they were, used to work at OnLive and they've got the source code for the microconsoles and it is hackable so you can put a version of Linux on it or something, like Raspberry Pi software, whatever the fuck it is, release it. Get it out there, get it out there so that us poor mooks that bought into a microconsole early on can use it for something useful. We're not going to have get any comeback about that, are we? Whatsoever. No, none, <laughs> ever. Wishful thinking. Okay, the final thing. The very, I think it's the very final thing. Oh no, we've got a couple of other things. We've got to be really quick here. Uh, so the GTA 5 has been released. We skirted over it very briefly earlier. Um, GTA 5 has been released. It's been dubbed the definitive edition of the game. It looks fucking amazing. The best thing about the GTA 5 PC release is the stupid streamer that gave away a Steam key. <laughs> All right, the what? No, yeah. what was this? Loads of people were streaming them setting up the game and like getting all their viewers hyped and it's basically a bunch of them just sitting around half an hour waiting for download to finish and the servers to not be shit and one guy was trying to activate his code and he was streaming and he just put his code on fucking stream to how many tens of thousands of people something oh, did. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. And he was like, no, he kind of had that coming. It doesn't work. He was like, oh god, one of my, one of my viewers stole code and then he was tweeting to like Rockstar support, you know, can I have a little code, please? Yeah, I sent out a copy of my code to 10,000 people and now I don't have a code. And they're gonna be, surely they're gonna be like, we'll buy another one, then you douche. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty Whoops. Funny. That was pretty daft. Okay. Like, oh, poor guy, should, they shouldn't have steamed it. And I was like, well, no, you really should have had more respect for your viewers and not started streaming until the game was ready to play and to be streamed instead of you just trying to remove views by sitting there in a t shirt. Whilst you set up the game. You've just yeah. des- you just described basically the whole of Twitch and YouTube. 
Yay! Hey, when I do YouTube, I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> I'm ready to rock, man. Hold on, it. Me. I'm dying and donating. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, do, have you the new features? I don't know. Elle, are you into GTA at all? No. Doesn't have the fooler in it, so she won't touch it. Well, no. It's just if I want. Look, I I don't have the urges to go out and rob a bank. That doesn't excite me. It doesn't excite me. If you There's get, no dragons. If you can get We've a copy of it, before. if you can get a copy of it, play it. I think yeah, it's potentially it's I the just... kind of game that could turn you. I think this could. I genuinely think this game could turn you. It's. Uh, it is uh, honestly. I'm not into. I'm not into driving games. I'm not. I thought Watch Dogs was absolutely freaking horrific. I. I love this game. I played it on the PS3. And for all of the bugs and problems that I had with it, I really loved it. And the features that they've got in the PC version of the game look incredible. The stuff that they've added, it really does look very good. There we go then. Okay. Hey. You're told. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, new version of uh, of GTA on the PC looks looks brilliant. Have you seen the features? Have you seen the uh, the video recording that you can do, a la uh, that game Driver that was on, I think, the PlayStation on PlayStation Two? No. You've yeah. not seen this? No. You seen it? Not seen it? Right. Okay. It's so like they've added a feature. Suite, yeah, they've added a feature where you can have a video editing suite. So there's two there's two ways you can do it. You can either record yourself playing the game and then kind of snapshot really cool things that you've done and turn them into well-edited cool videos and music and everything or you can have like a full-on director mode where you create completely fabricated scenarios with characters from the game and you can do all kinds of stuff dress them in whatever you want and all the rest of it and create your own little scenes like in a machinima kind of way i can't remember don't know how to pronounce that but machinima that's him that's the fella uh in a machinima kind of way so yeah, you can you can do you can create entire scenarios and scenes, and you can turn like low gravity on, so you can jump around really high, and you can do all kinds of stuff. It looks really really good. And Rockstar, uh, when they kind of um, debuted the uh, feature, brought out a video called Running Man. Uh, I think it was called Running Man, Running yeah. something. Uh, in which uh, one of the characters from the game, I think it was Tony, is just running, and there's cool music, and it's doing loads of different cuts and jump edits and stuff it's like that. It looks really good. Basically, the the uh, shit was called. Oh, the scene. From Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Good. He's dressed like Forrest Gump, and his beard gets bigger and all the rest of it. It looks, it, it just looks cool. There was a game ages and ages ago. I can't even remember what platform it was on. It was either PlayStation or PlayStation Two, I think, called Driver, mm -hmm. uh, and it had this exact feature, and it was brilliant. I had, I spent absolutely ages on this feature, just making cool like replay videos and everything, because I'm really sad like that. But I can imagine that people are going to really enjoy this. And then they brought out uh, probably that you've seen first person as well. So yeah. you can play GTA 5 in first person, which is just freaking awesome. I've always wanted to play GTA in first person, so I'm going to be getting this, and then I'm going to be extraordinarily sad that it doesn't work properly on my PC. Apparently it's pretty well optimised, you might be in luck. I have heard that it is extremely well optimised. My processor is the exact processor that is specified on the minimum spec, so I'll probably get, I'm hoping that I'll get away with it, because I've got a reasonably decent graphics card, but there you go, I'm going to give it a shot. Right, I think that's everything. Is that absolutely everything that we've, that we've seen this week? There's, there's something else I had on the, on the document, but we've been speaking for absolutely ages. Specifically, I've been speaking for absolutely ages. So, are we going to call it a night tonight, guys? Is this going to be it for episode uh, 52 of Ready Player 2? Yes, video games. Video games, done. That's it, that's the end of all video games ever. So, in order, I need everybody to tell me who you are, where you, where people can find you on the interwebs, um, and and that's pretty much it. Don't bother saying what you're going to be playing next week, so we'll keep it as a surprise for the next episode that might be out at some point within the next year. So, L, we'll start with you. Yes, you can find me on to interwebs via escaping IRL. I need to be on the interwebs more. You need to be on the interwebs more. So it's just the entire, you just Google her. Is this, yeah. is this what we're saying? Okay. Just Google me! On escaping IRL. Dave, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at... 
bebo.com slash irregularvave, adultfriendfinder.com slash irregularvave. Is that how adultfriendfinder.com works? I don't know. I don't oh, use okay. adultfriendfinder, do you? Oh, neither do I. Um, so, <laughs> cool. Uh, and are you going to be doing any cool new... You're going to be carrying on with your Bloodborne series, so people can find you on YouTube. playing games and putting them on the internet for fun. And this is youtube.com slash irregulardave? That's me. Ah, there you go. Lewis, where can people find you? Louis underscore Kong, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Google you. Pretty much. Every which wears. Yeah. That's it. Oh, there you go then. Uh, you can find me at Zebwen, that's Z-E-B-W-E-N, on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on my new shiny website, uh, which is richard-horsley.com. That's H-O-R-S-L-E-Y, before anybody tries to spell it with a W. Um, and I've got all my writings on there. All of my writey things that I've been doing, because I, I probably haven't pushed this quite enough. <clears throat> uh, but I've, I have written a book, and it is now being edited, because I find I found an editor. Woo! Um, so it's being properly edited. I've got cover art, because I've made the cover art, because it was too expensive to pay for somebody else to do the cover art, but hopefully it's not that shit. Uh, it's all on the website, so you can go there, and you can sign up for my newsletter, and you can find out about all the cool writing stuff that I'm doing, and hopefully I'm going to be writing another book soon. So there you go. Uh, Sorry, you can find it. You can find that on uh, geocities.com. No, 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 no. It's it's Richard Horsley.com. There you go. You can find me there. Uh, you can find you can find and also I'm an friend for it. You can find all of us uh, at readyplayer2.co.uk. You can find us at readyp2 on Twitter. We're going to be hopefully tw- posting a little bit more, tweeting a little bit more. Um, you can probably find us on Facebook as well. We've not been very active on Facebook for quite a long time, but hopefully, well, there's a Facebook. There's a whole face of book, but we don't use it very often. Cause Facebook's but look at the face. Facebook's not so good, um, but Twitter definitely. And hopefully, we're going to be starting to be a little bit more active. We're going to be starting to put the podcast out a little bit more. We've, we've hopefully got our shit together. There's no, not going to be any more lost episodes, is there, L? We were going through a hard time. We was a hard time for everybody. Some of us forgot to press record on this thing. <laughs> It is an easy mistake to make when you've been drinking that heavily, isn't it, Elf? Hey, I was... Absolutely I wasted. I think it's just it's the terminology. There. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I've got the empty bottle of me right here. Okay, good. Oh, so, yeah, we are... What? What's happened to you? Oh, don't even. Just don't even. Don't even. Ah, uh, you guys. You so crazy. What a stinker. What a Oh, you so crazy, Dave. Okay, cool. So that's us. We're hopefully going to be more on it, uh, a la carb on it, and we are going to be in your ears more frequently than we have been. So, this has been us. We've been Ready Player 2. This has been episode 52. Thank you very much, and good night. Goodbye. I regularly slice my leg open all the fucking time. (laughs) Oh, wow. My laugh is really cool on the bar. That's cool. That's what your bar looks like when you're recording, Elle. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's super cool. Dave, you feeling sexual? Yeah, always. Sexual feeling. Sexual, David. (laughs)
<laughs> Having a slurp. <coughs> Coughs out. That's just screeches. My throat kind of hurts now. <coughs> oh, look. Now I feel a bit ill. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on. Right, we good? Wait for it. All good. I have balloons! Oh, gee. Oh, no, don't ever do that again. <laughs> oh, it sounded like you were killing Smurf. There we go, I don't know. All night long, all night. Don't frickin' milk it, I think that's the term, isn't it? Yes. That's something I never say to women. <sighs> I needed to get that yawn out. <laughs> Ooh, super typey. <sighs> I appreciate the saxophone solo entrance. Thank you. You're not typing, you're just smashing your keyboard now. Cool. Right, loads of energy, loads of fun, and loads of talking over each other for this bit, yeah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, what was that? Was that your, like, version of the Inception bong or something? I was, I was, ta I was taking in energy from the atmosphere. You were soaking up energy from, from like stuff around saying. you. Like Spirit bomb! What did you just call me? Spirit bomb? No, spirit What's bomb. that? What's a spirit bomb? A spirit bomb. bomb. It's like, yeah, like a bomb with, like a, a, with a bubble ball. in it to make sure it keeps level. Oh my god, no. Like, you know the one off Dragon Ball Z where, like, Goku oh, just for, like, right. three days... You know, eking off the energy of the universe in order to make this massive fucking thing. His bum is over 9,000! His bum is over 9,000! No more typing. Typing banned. Have you finished typing? Was that a definitive enter? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what are you typing? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think he's got a keyboard I've left. I've got to finish my erotic fiction. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, do you want a minute? Um, well, no, I'm not you. I usually take longer than a minute. Oh, fucking hell! A Zing! <laughs> Alright, okay, just give me a second to get over that burn. <laughs> Who's got the creaky chair, by the way? Mine. Uh... Oh my god, Dave, you are the noisiest of noisy things. Yeah, he's very noisy. You're, you're both typey and creaky. I'm not typey, and I'm not creaky. You're not typey, and you're just fucking creaky, Jesus. Alright, okay, fine. He's grumpy tonight, isn't he? He's sleepy. Boo-doo. Yay! Had an argument with one of my exes because I was trying to defuse a bomb in my sleep. No! Oh, they cancelled Constantine. What? NBC has cancelled Constantine. Oh. I love how we've all, all just descended into silence. I got really like distracted by Tumblr then. I was like, to Tumblr bat. Oh yeah, that's the old music. I know, but I cling on to Hang on, wait. I can't do it. Can't do the new one. Just sounds like Yeah, it's 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 too it's too fast. Ready player two coming in your ears. How do I stop? How do I get off? Someone stop the ride. Oh, can't hang on. Stop. Hold up. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 